Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is Executive Producer of the Village's News Network, Jill Winters. Hello, Jill. Hello, Holly. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. It's another holiday week and the last week of perhaps the most historical and memorable year of most of our lives so far. Not much is happening this week as far as events and entertainment, but I have to tell everyone about some big news from last week, and that's the opening of the Brownwood Bridge. On Wednesday morning, those who were selected to be the first to cross the bridge got to make their way across by foot, golf cart, bicycle, or however else they wanted. The bridge goes over State Road 44 to connect Brownwood with the new village of Richmond that is under construction. And if you keep heading south, you come to the Water Lily Bridge, which goes over Florida's Turnpike into the villages of De Luna and Marsh Bend. And then you come to Warm Springs Avenue. This bridge is one of the final pieces that connects one end of the villages to the other. I can't wait to go check that out. Jill, the pandemic has not kept the villages from rolling out new amenities, that's for sure. This year has seen the openings of three bridges and several new recreation areas, along with improvements of other facilities. And more are on the way, with the next one being St. Catherine Recreation Area. So listeners, stay tuned to this podcast and keep an eye on your Village's Daily Sun and the Daily Sun News Show on VNN to find out when that is happening. And Holly, also in the world of recreation, Camp Village's Holiday Week wraps up today and tomorrow with events like outdoor games and snowman bingo. That sounds fun. Hopefully our listeners already got their tickets for themselves and their visiting grandchildren. But for those of you who haven't, you can go on the districtgov.org website to see if any are still available. Of course, masks and social distancing are required at all events, and they have very limited capacity. But these programs are always fun ways to make memories with your grandchildren. So if you missed out on the holiday week, plan in advance to attend the next monthly event, which will be glow-in-the-dark putt-and-play on January 13th. And the Recreation Department has plenty of other fun events planned for January, like the By the Sword Fencing Expo and the Outdoor Concert Series. So make sure you get a copy of the Recreation Social Calendar and keep listening to us for dates as these events get closer. And just a reminder that all of the Recreation Centers will be open normal hours on New Year's Eve, but will be closed New Year's Day. Fitness clubs will be closed on New Year's Day as well. But as always, all of the outdoor facilities and swimming pools will stay open. Regular weekend services will resume on Saturday. Jill, as we said before, not much is happening this week, but there is a big event in high school sports, and that's the annual Battle at the Villages basketball tournament that starts today and runs through Wednesday at the Villages High School. This tournament will include eight teams from around the state, battling it out to see who will come out on top. You can still get all the details and maybe some tickets on the website battleatthevillages.com. If you can't make it, the Daily Sun will have full coverage every day in the sports section. Holly, over in the world of entertainment, we have only a couple of shows this week. Raise the Curtain will be presented by the Central Florida Lyric Opera at 3 and 7 p.m. Saturday at Savannah Center. Performers like Heather Ard, Sam Reynolds, and Victoria Sexton will perform music from Phantom of the Opera, Madam Butterfly, Cats, Sound of Music, and other favorite Broadway shows with maestro Bill Doherty on the piano. 
Tickets start at $30 and are available online at thevillagesentertainment.com or, of course, at any box office location. And the Villages Blue Society will host a New Year's party from 5 to 8 p.m. Sunday at Havana Country Club. The Blue Society's house band, the Blues Generators, will perform along with two of the school's scholarship fund recipients and other guest artists. Proceeds will go back into that scholarship fund for graduating seniors who intend to pursue music. For more information and tickets for that show, visit thevillagesblues.com. Jill, it's also pretty quiet in the theater world this week, but that's because the studio theater Tierra del Sol is busy behind the scenes. They are bringing back the snack-sized play series on January 15th with Jim Reaper. So look out for that virtual offering at thesharonstudio.com. And they are also putting the finishing touches on the first show in Season 5, which is 9 to 5 The Musical. That show will open for previews January 26th through the 28th and run through March 6th at the Sharon L. Morse Performing Arts Center. Tickets are available now at thevillagesentertainment.com. And some resident theater groups are prepping for shows this month as well. The All About Theater group is boldly going where no resident theater group has gone before, with plans to perform The Vagina Monologues at 7 p.m. January 29th and 30th at Lake Myona Recreation Center. The all-female cast will perform monologues about women's issues after having a table reading tomorrow and rehearsing for the next three weeks. And the Everglades players of Southern Oaks will perform The Pirate's Map on January 19th at Everglades Recreation Center. The performances will last only about an hour, and they will stage it six times between noon and 9 p.m., so plenty of people can watch in the socially distanced audience. Tickets will be on sale at the door for both of these shows. Holly, we have one charity event to tell our listeners about this week, and that's the next Seeds of Hope food collection to benefit the Wildwood Food Pantry and Wildwood Soup Kitchen. That's happening Saturday and Sunday at Live Oaks Community Church, where the congregation and others are asked to look for outdoor pickup stations this weekend at The Grove on the Woodridge campus behind Walmart in Oxford, as well as in the courtyard near the fountain at the Southern Oaks campus, which is located at Grace Tabernacle in Wildwood. Or anyone can go online to make a monetary donation to Seeds of Hope by visiting liveoakschurch.org and going to the Ways to Donate page. Well, Jill, it's already time for this week's interesting story. And as always, there are always so many to choose from. But this week, I picked a celebrity sighting that happened recently in the villages. A former NBA star was spotted here a few weeks ago, but he wasn't playing basketball. The sports fans out there will recognize the name Rick Barry. He was drafted to the San Francisco Warriors in 1965 and went on to lead the NBA in scoring in 1966 and 1967. And he led in free throw percentage for six seasons, among other records. He now lives in Lakewood Ranch, which is another planned community south of here in the Bradenton, Sarasota area. And he really enjoys playing pickleball. He doesn't just play for fun, though. He's a competitive guy, but he says there aren't enough good players down there to give him a challenge. So he found out about the Villages and hooked up with some 5.0 ranked players here, and now he visits once in a while to spend all day playing with some of the best players in the pickleball capital of the world. Rick says he really enjoys the competition, and he'll be back. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. 
I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages and have a happy new year. Happy new year.